Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. All right, thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to another podcast, another podcast, uh, uh, another podcast, another podcast. Uh, uh. Y'all see, I let him just go and do his thing, right? right. Another podcast, another podcast. Uh, uh. Just had to get that last one out. Okay. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. And as you can hear, as always, Doug and me in my own way, mm-hmm. we are rejoicing and we are glad in mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we pray no matter what day you're listening to this podcast, yes. that you remember to rejoice, rejoice. and be glad in and it. And be glad in it. Yes. Because we are Doug and Renee. Married life. Married life. Married life. Married life. Okay. Y'all, I think y'all I think <laughs> I think he's trying to pump himself up, you know. <laughs> No, the energy, the crowd gives me energy. Oh, okay. I don't have to pump myself up. The yeah, crowd pray for the, me. The, the, Praise hello, the Lord. Hallelujah. Hello. I'm 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 energy. Yes. Pumped yes, up. The Woo, crowd gives me energy. Yes, yes. Yes. Woo. I get energy, man. We pump, get pump, get pump, get hype, get hype. All right. Well, All MC right. Hammer say, so welcome back. Welcome back to another podcast of Doug and Renee Married Life. Yes. So you want me to start or are you going to start? I'm just happy to be here, for real. I'm happy that you're happy to be I'm, here, I'm dear. happy. I'm, I'm excited. Um, another week. Another week we've been married. Thank you, Jesus. To Hallelujah. God, to God be the glory, yes. Um, some people didn't make it another week in their marriage. They decided to, for whatever reason. Yes, and um, we're one month away from 34 years. Y'all give it up. Woo! You kept me up. I was about to go in my soliloquy. Oh, okay. My bad. Uh, 34 years in another month and some days, we will be uh, we will have been married 34 years to each other. Same. Um, yep. <laughs> with to no each breaks. Other, yes. <laughs> with no breaks in between that. No, no physical breaks. Yeah. There were some mental breaks. We were in like. 34 year time frame. <clears throat> I remember we went to see your family and somebody, one of your, I don't know if they were related to you. It was some years ago. And we told them how long we had been married. And it was like, forever? I mean, not forever. She said, to each know, other. To each other. No breaks. No, no. And I was like, no, no breaks. Well, whoever we, said that, look at us now. Yeah, I, I remember that. We, we were at your, your aunt's house. And someone asked, me, asked us that question, or asked me that question. And that's one of the things that I truly am thankful to the Lord for. I know I joke around a lot, but I love a lot. saying, see, <laughs> see, I, I'm trying to be serious and I, I would, this was a serious moment. I yes, was dear. about to Go ahead. Um, give you your props. I was going to say, I really enjoy being married to you. And I love saying we've been married or I've been married to you, you know, coming up on 34 years. Yes. I love saying that. Yes. And I, when I think of over, you know, 34 years that we've been married and 36 or seven that we've known each other, you know, it's like people don't make it that far for whatever reason. And I, that's one of the things I am truly grateful to the Lord for, because I know when we started out in our marriage, we had no idea what we were doing. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that's an understatement, but yes. We had no idea. We never thought we would be doing this right now. Never in a million years did I ever think we would be um, educating couples and singles on marriages, on married, right. marriage. Never thought it. Anyway, that, right. that's my that's right. my opening. Yes, we don't uh, take monologue. that for granted or lightly. So I'm I'm right there with you, dear. See, I was yes. being so serious. Yes, sometimes I can never tell. So, okay. Anyway, anywho, as Mumford would say, um, old TV show. So um, one of the things we talked about two podcasts ago, and I said I had an excellent story to tell you all because we're still talking about the power of words. And I said, I had an excellent story to tell you. And I did not tell you the last podcast, but I'm going to tell you how the power of words work. I heard this story and I was mesmerized and like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe it. And I. Yes. And and I wish my family would stop telling that story. See, I wasn't even good. (laughs) (laughs) I was just. okay. so there was this young girl. She was a young girl. You can say who the young girl is when I you will, tell the story. I was just going to... Well, Renette. We, we, we're always transparent, so Renette, tell it like it, it is. My wife. She wasn't my wife at the time. I, at the time, I didn't even know her. She was, you know, youngster, 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there, I'm guessing. And she used to go stay with her aunt and uncle uh, in another part of the city. And her uncle's name was Douglas. God and he, rest his soul. God rest his soul. I've never had a chance to meet him, but he loved on my wife so much that she said, and this is, this is what her aunt told me. She said, I'm going to get me a Douglas or I'm going to marry me a Douglas. <laughs> yes. I loved my uncle so much because he spoiled me mm-hmm. that my uncle Douglas was my heart and mm-hmm. he had the sweetest soul. And I told my aunt, I don't remember, but as she, they tell the she story. She told it. She they told said, it on you. I said to her, I'm going to get me a Douglas. I'm going I'm I'm to marry, marry a Douglas. I'm going to marry a Douglas. And Renee, 10, 11 years old. And here we are, 2021, and she's married to a Douglas. Yes. The power of words. Yes. And every time we go and visit my aunt, she reminds Douglas <laughs> that I said, I'm going to marry me a Douglas. <laughs> And so that is a good point for our singles mm-hmm. who you're believing God for a man, a husband, and you're confessing certain things. Just be mindful of the words that you're speaking mm-hmm. over your soon-to-be husband yeah. or husband in the future um, who you're calling into your life uh, because... The Bible says we can call those things that be not as though they were. And so for those people who are confessing marriage now, you better be specific about Mm -hmm. what it is you want in that man, in that marriage, in that relationship. And um, the Bible says we can have what we say if we ask anything in Jesus' name. I think sometimes when we say, and this is just my opinion, um, this is just Doug one-on-one, when we tell single people need to be specific. Um, they may have a list. I want my husband to be six five, six six. You know, this color skin, this color hair texture, this color eyes, 
blah, 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 blah. And your list may be hindering you. So even though, and I, and I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just want the singles out there to be, let's be realistic because you may not, you may want one thing, but need something else. And God will give you what you need, not necessarily what you want. He said he will provide all your needs according to his riches and glory. So there, there are times where you can get what you want, but you don't want what you got. And we've seen that in marriages. So just be very careful about having your list and sticking to your list. Because if you, if you want your husband to be 6'5", now I can see if you're, if you're a woman and you're 6'2", 6'3". I, I get that. You don't want a husband who's 5'5". Five, five. I get that. Um, and I always mess with Renee. And I will, <laughs> I'll come up to her and I'll shrink down. And I'm like, if I was this size, would you have dated me? Nope. <laughs> and that's exactly what I say. Nope. I'll bend my knees be like, would you have dated me? Or she'll stand on the steps and I'm like, would you have dated me if I was this size? Nope. So... Um, you ain't got to be that. Oh, I'm sorry. I mean, that, that's what I say to you. That's my yeah, response. Yeah, that, that's your that's your response. But I just I just want our singles just to be very careful because you may want six five, but God has a man who's five seven, and He will just treat you like the queen you are yes. instead of somebody who's six five who doesn't know how to treat you at all. Yes, and when I said ask for, I wasn't talking about brown eyes and you know, brown hair and height. I'm talking about you want a man who loves God, Mm -hmm. a man who's after God's own heart and, you know, those type of prayers, a man who's going to treat you right and respect you and love you as the Bible declares. God is true to his word. He's not a man that he shall lie. So if you're going to say anything to God and pray and ask, you're going to ask him according to his promises and according to his word. And that is something that um, I did early on in our marriage, mm-hmm. um, praying that, you know, you would beat me going to church and that you would get involved in ministry and that you would love the Lord. And and God honored that, you know, I wasn't praying for, you know, you know, height and, and anything yeah. like that. So um, I just wanted to make that specific. So... Anyway, so we are resuming our discussion on power of words. Power of words. And the last couple of weeks, we've given you a ton of scriptures, and there are more than enough of them in the Bible when it comes to the power of words. And you can just quote, and or just not quote, but go in the Bible and read any, um, I ain't going to say any story, but uh, most familiar stories in the Bible, if you pick and choose one, um, the power of words usually has something to do with it. And so this week, in addition to um, scriptures, we want to provide you with some practical applications. And one of the things I learned uh, 20 plus years ago is if you want something you've never had, you're going to have to do something you've never done. And that may sound um, basic to a lot of people. But you would be surprised how many people continually do the same thing over and over and they expect a different result. And that does not happen. And I believe that somebody said that's the modern definition of insanity. 
is doing the <laughs> same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Albert Einstein. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Correct me on live radio. No, you said no, somebody just... <laughs> said it. I was telling you who the somebody is. <laughs> live radio. You know, okay. I love quotes, so that that's, yeah. yeah. Okay, so give Albert Einstein his props. Okay. Um, But I would caution you to stop agreeing with the situation and the circumstance and start speaking what God says about the circumstance and the situation. And it it may not appear to change, but you have to understand the power of seed, S E E D, seed time and harvest. You plant a seed, one plant, one water, and God gives the increase. So even if you may be going through a rough patch in your marriage right now, and this is specifically for the married couples, if you're going through a rough patch right now, just be just so you know, every marriage goes through rough patches. It Nobody's immune or exempt from going through rough patches in their marriage. So what I would charge you to do is don't speak or don't confess, don't do not agree with the rough situation you're going through. Speak about what you're going to and not necessarily what you're going through, if that makes sense. And while you're talking about application, can I chime in? Yeah, sure. Um, I just want to throw this comment in there. Think before you speak, because people who are doing the same thing, expecting different results, may not be aware or as mindful, we talked about this in previous podcasts, being mindful that they're doing it because just out of habit, Mm -hmm. they've always been that way or they've always spoken that way and they don't know how to change. So I think a good um, first step might be to pause before you say stuff out your mouth. Think about the words that you're saying. And in your prayer time, ask the Holy Spirit to help you to identify if what you were about to say is positive or if it's negative. Let's go back to the scripture we said a couple of weeks ago. Is it speaking death or is it speaking life? Mm -hmm. Because death and life is in the power of the tongue. So I think it's important to think before you speak. I said this before, everything that pops in your head does not need to be said. So that's one of the tips I would give. Think before you speak. And we've done this, and I, I'm going to say more recently in the last few years of our marriage, where we would tell each other, if I say this, let me know. Or if I'm you know, mm-hmm. speaking this, let me know. Because like you said, sometimes you're saying things and you don't even realize you're saying it. Yes. And so your spouse is there. And they're like, hey, you know, you're saying this, you're speaking death. Let's just call it what it is. You're speaking death into this situation. And as long as you keep agreeing with that situation with your mouth, you're going to have a hard time getting out of that situation. We talked about, you know, children of Israel, 40 years wandering for uh, a journey that should have taken 11 days. And so um, how many months and how many years decades have you been speaking death um, over these situations and now you're frustrated and you're saying it's not working for you because now you've been speaking life over the last few weeks that we've been doing this and uh, for those of you who are 
uh, members of our local church, they're pretty much doing the same um, subject on Wednesday nights. So we're definitely getting this, um, I'm going to say a double portion, mm-hmm. but... Coincidentally, Coincident- by the way, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. we weren't aware that they were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, so so we so you getting this uh, on Wednesday nights and during this podcast. So there, it may be possible, and I'm just going to put this out there. Maybe you need to repent for all the words you've spoken over the decades um, of your marriage, the years over your marriage, and you're trying to figure out why it's not working. And again, you have to be intentional in your marriage. So I would say repent first and foremost for those of you who love the Lord and believe in God. Repent because you probably said some things you didn't wish um, you should want it to say. And you may have or may not have repented for those words. And it can't hurt. Just, you know, just ask the Lord to forgive you for, you know, speaking death over your marriage because you didn't realize it because you were agreeing with the enemy when it come when it came to your spouse instead of agreeing with God. So practical applications, we'll give you some things that we've done. And one of the things in our marriage, when it comes to drama, Renee and I, we don't do drama or or people that have drama in their lives. So, (laughs) and, and again, we're talking about the power of words. I mean, we've spoken that into existence and so there's certain there, that's probably the main reason why there certain people or certain types of people are not in our lives, because what and who you are, you know, what are you speaking over your marriage? And I just know from 34 years of marriage, we've never really been involved with other couples that had a lot of drama. No, we have not. No, clips, <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, because we we've always spoken that thing about hey, we just don't do drama. We don't do drama. So if you have a whole lot of drama in your in your marriage, now we'll help you, we'll coach you, and things like that. And you know, something co pastor say she used to say this: "Go on now, you know, we give you some <laughs> advice. And, Go on now, <laughs> go on. You got to walk this thing out." And, but you might want to check your surroundings yeah. now if you're seeing that there's drama then you might have to do an assessment and say, why am I uh, experiencing this drama in my relationship? And sometimes it might just be another family member. Mm -hmm. And to to bring it back to biblical um, stories or biblical foundation, when Jonah disobeyed the Lord and got on the boat going to Tarshish, I always have a hard time. Mm -hmm. You know, he got caught up in a storm. Everybody else got caught up in Jonah's storm because Jonah disobeyed. I think mm-hmm. that's that's very important. So just be careful about who's in your world, who's in your orbit, and mm-hmm. who's in your sphere sphere of influence. Mm-hmm. And just you just gotta you gotta speak those things into existence. And I know you're probably saying, Doug, we're going through a storm right now. You know, a tough tough time in our marriage. Again. I can, I empathize with you. I sympathize with you. And I also know something Bishop Jake said, it's probably been at least 20 years, over 20 years. When it's time for you to go through your go-through, you got to go through your go-through by yourself. And I never forgot that. And that has been um, something that has helped me tremendously when 
you know, I've gone through things individually or even collectively as husband, wife. There are certain things Renee can't go through with me. I understand I have to go through them by myself. And sometimes in order for you to grow in your marriage, you have to go through some things. And it's not, it's not God's not picking on you. He's not chastising you. He just wants what's best for you. Yes. And maybe you're not going through right now because everyone is not in a go through season. Some seasons, you know, everything is going well. Mm -hmm. That's not the time for you to let your guard down and relax. You still want to be intentional and mindful about what you're saying about your future and just speaking life every day. Never, never give up on that. Practice it. Um, Rehearse it. Make sure you're mindful that you're doing it so that when the storms do come or when you do go through something, you have already planted positive seeds that's going to help keep you from being in that place Mm -hmm. 40 years (laughs) versus 11 days or however long the storm is supposed to last. You don't want to be in it longer than you have to be. And so one of the things I've, I've been, you know, when we were talking about power words, I've been meditating on and praying about, I was like, Lord, do you really want me to share this? And I I was kind of like, I don't know. And then I kind of got confirmation to share it. Um, to my single people out there, um, Galatians 6 and 7 is, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And I want to talk to the singles and the married at the same time. So, single people, be careful about the seeds you sow right now. Because you may reap those, you may reap a harvest once you're married. If you are single... Be single. There should be no reason. I ain't going to say no reason. I'm trying to be very careful what I say. You should have, be careful about your interactions with married people, how you interact with them. Um, On social media, if you're a female, you should not be having a direct conversation with a married man and vice versa. If you're a single man, you shouldn't be having conversations with a married woman. That, And I'm trying to be very careful about how I say this because I know they're extenuating circumstances, but just be very careful. If you're single, um, I would say be very careful about accepting gifts from people who are married. And because once you get married, again, Galatians 6 and 7, be not deceived, God is not mocked, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. You don't want to reap a harvest of something you did while in your single life. And I hope I'm trying to I'm trying to tread very lightly on this subject instead of I'm trying to be like you, uh, Renee. And I don't want to just come out and say, you know, try to be blunt about it. I want to be delicate as I can. Does that make well, sense? You're making it clear. So Okay. All right. So just just be mindful of that. And I I I hear you and you know, I understand, but if if he's married, he shouldn't be bringing you a cup of coffee in the morning. Um don't accept it. If she's married, she shouldn't be picking you up lunch, things like that. That that you're just setting yourself up for drama or a storm once you become married. 
because you want your husband. Now think of it this way. Would you want your future husband to treat a single woman the way that husband is talking or treating you right now? And he's not your husband. She's not your wife. If that makes sense. You shaking your head when <laughs> you're yeah. podcasting. You shaking it, your yeah, head. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I, I'm just letting you roll. Okay. You said that you prayed about this, so I'm just letting you roll with it. <laughs> you shake your head. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so, Because I'm, sit- I'm just sitting here thinking um, about the power of words. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking that also, just to add to that, that... Um, also, like paying for the single people paying compliments yeah. to a married man or a married woman, mm-hmm. and it's nothing wrong with being nice, but you have to be careful about how nice you are. Yes, um, because especially to a married person, a single person doing that, you never know what they got going on at home. And that person may be thinking, oh, he likes me. Oh, she likes me. And I'm not getting compliments at home. And it turned, the enemy uses that to turn into something else. So again, there's power in your words. Yep. So just that, just a simple compliment, oh, your tie looks nice. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if it's continual, you know, oh, I love the way you dress. Oh, you look good today. You smell you, good. You're planting, yeah. you're, you're planting mm-hmm. seeds in their head that may not um, bring forth a, the right harvest because mm-hmm. um, you don't know what kind of ground their heart is. You don't know what they're dealing with at home. Yeah. Um, and then same thing for a married person. You shouldn't be paying too many compliments to a single person. Exactly. Um, because, and again, it's nothing wrong with being nice and telling someone they look nice, uh, but you could... You got to tread lightly. Mm-hmm. There's a fine line between being nice and being um, too nice, yeah. sounding like you're flirting. interested or flirting, mm-hmm. exactly, or attracted. So when you was talking, I was thinking about tying in the power of mm-hmm. words and um, just, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> so it, but I, I and again, there's, there's no but. I just want people to see if you're, to, to my married Folks out there, if your spouse was standing next to you, would you say what you're saying to that single person or the way you're saying it? We're talking about the power of words. And to the single folks out there who are listening to us, would you want your future husband, your future wife to pay attention to or to show someone attention the way that husband or the way that married person is showing you attention? See, so... You you got to be careful. I know we're saying, you know, you know, I I want a wife, I want a husband, I want this, I want that. But first and foremost, you know, are and I don't want this to come out the way. Are you wife material? Are you a wife, or are you a girlfriend? Are you a boo? See, woman, wives do things a certain way, and I I don't want to sound old fashioned. I don't want to sound conservative. But if you go to church, and now churches are opening up, you if you see there's a certain way godly wives dress, and there's a certain way single women dress. Different. Totally different. And so you're saying you want, you have it all together, and I'm not trying to, to beat up my single women that are listening to me. 
I'm just trying to help you out. If you want to be a wife, there are there's criteria. Hang around wives. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be a wife, hang around. I know, I know it could be kind of uncomfortable because you may be the third wheel. I didn't say hang around the wife and the husband. I say hang around wives. You know, get get around them, talk to them. If you want to be a husband, hang around husbands. You know, see what they talking about. And just just gleam and understand what they're going through. Because truth be told, some some things husbands go through, we didn't no one told us. You know, we're learning it as we go. So we want to, I want to um be a blessing to husbands. And I know Renee wants to be a blessing to wives. Absolutely. <clears throat> and we we overall want to be a blessing to marriages and to single people. So I, I am trying my best to walk this tightrope. <laughs> I, and I, I hope you can hear my heart. And because I, I really feel that your, your words have power. And I, I know that. I ain't going to say I feel it. I know it. And just like Jesus spoke to Nazareth, Lazarus, excuse me, and he called him forth. Lazarus was dead. And he called forth a man to live out of a dead situation. Your marriage may be going through something. And you may say, Doug, you just don't know what I'm going through. Just don't agree with the situation. Just keep speaking life. And I'm not saying there are not going to be instances where people get divorced. I get it. I'm not that naive. And I understand life happens and things go on. But I just want you to keep speaking life. Keep speaking life. And you never know. Just just give God a chance. That's all I'm asking. Yes. And I'm just going to conclude with this. Um, I would admonish you to read James 3, the entire chapter, all the way up into about the 16th, 18th verse. Um, talks about the power of your tongue and your tongue and, and the tongue being a weapon and the tongue being um, something that we could use for good and evil. And I'm just going to read one uh, passage of scripture from James 3, verse 18. Those who plant seeds of peace will gather what is right and what is good. Always make sure that your tongue is speaking peace. God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.